what's your hope for the purpose of this thing? I have no hope for anything. I sorry, I spaced out there for a second. No, you didn't. No, I'm. I can't concentrate. I'm trying to write a note and listen at the same time, and it doesn't work as well as you think. Dude, what are you not understanding? This is what I meant. He's like, well, maybe you're hearing from God. This will not be my personal therapy session. <laughs> Whatever you say, Buttercup. <laughs> I feel violated. Make the mistake. You made it worse. You made it worse. <laughs> the, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily yeah. reflect the views and opinions. These people of this don't podcast. actually agree with each other. On anything, so. <laughs> Can I be so, controversial we, on one on. thing? Did you want me to play devil's advocate? Back up <laughs> off my crayons, bro. Okay. What What on earth did your wife mean by we're terrible at openers? I did not realize she was so passionate about podcasting at all. Oh, like we really... I remember one she time was, she no, said she, we needed to she have gave more me, conversation She gave that. me a semi-lecture about what an opener should be. Oh. And how we were failing to meet the criteria for and what, what it should be. what does she think an opener should be? It should just be a short thought that kind of brings you into the conversation. She's like, you just kind of go, Bleh! And <laughs> let's like talk about something else. else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so she feels like it should be orchestrated. Like, we should no, know no, no, the topic no, no. ahead of time. It should be like, short. There's just one little short thing that means absolutely nothing and cannot lead to any other further conversation. Whereas I'm like, Wait, think well, about no, no, this no. problem in the world. Back up, because previously she said Listen. that we needed to go into more detail on the Listen. openers. She was disappointed that we Listen. didn't discuss them further. Are we recording right now? <laughs> yeah, I don't know Maybe. if we are Because if we are recording, I will not say anything else <laughs> about it. We, we may possibly be recording. Then I <laughs> reserve the right it's, to remain It's not silent. worth the risk, no, is it, Jared? It's not worth the risk if we're actually The Fifth recording. Amendment is your constitutional right, not your right among friends. Spill it. <laughs> this is America. It's America. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, I'm not saying uh, nothing else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yes, that was, she, she gave me this, like, it was a solid two-minute, like, what this should be. And that was all I, I looked at her and I go, I did not know you were so passionate about this. I'm glad to see that you have emotion. Did you tell her that she should start a podcast about how to do podcasts? No. I felt like the, uh, I didn't know you were so passionate was scolding enough because then she looked at me <laughs> like she didn't know how to take that. And then I stopped. Are you, I just reminding you, we may or may not be recording right now. That was now. about the end of the conversation. Okay. I was just like staring at her the whole time like. Not mad or anything. I'm like, I didn't what? think what? she put this much thought into this. <laughs> yeah, my wife doesn't listen at all. So, it's, uh, <laughs> my wife, my wife decided to argue a lot about the the guns. One, I can't say argue. It wasn't argue. Anybody else would interpret as like angry arguing. We bicker all the time. Oh, so she's it's no. so annoying. <laughs> oh my goodness, it is like this constant argument. No, but they. Joe and his wife ignore a lot of social cues when they bicker to where they both understand that they are bickering, but everyone else in the room it's like, are they gonna doesn't get a know divorce? that they're bickering. <laughs> everyone else in the room is like, uh, I remember, it, it took a while for Joey and Caleb, my sons, to be desensitized to it because when they were younger, they'd be like, Mom, Dad, stop arguing. Like, we're not arguing. We're, we're bickering. We're debating. We're discussing. I'm like, no, it, it's okay, buddy. We're, this, is, this is just... Heated dialogue. We still love each other. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, we don't always read the room very well. No. When well, we it's start fine. Like, you guys are fine. It's just everybody else can't read what's going on. And then, like, is he gonna? We, is she? I think we, I'm just gonna go. Gonna, I, I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. There, there's, a, there's been a lot of those moments. Like, uh, I. I got a what's thing. What's your line, Aaron? I gotta go floss my cat. Oh, I gotta go floss my cat. I got a cat that needs to be flossed, and uh, I got a totally thing forgot about that at the, uh, at at the, the place with, with the, the people. The people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, or Tiddlywinks Club. That's yeah. my. That's another one I that draw could be there. bad though. Tiddlywinks Club. I've heard that played. I wouldn't use that one. Oh, do people? What's the Tiddlywinks Club? It's just. This went right over my head. Just Tiddlywinks? Like a rat causing black plague in Europe. That took me like two days. <laughs> that took me two days, dude. <laughs> you had to keep finding out because I insulted you. You were like, I don't get it. I'm like, it's a history joke. It's okay. You well, I, it went it. over my head, and then you took that little jab at me, and I was like, oh, I don't care. And then I, like, <laughs> I saw it again because, I don't know. I was like, wait, what? Is that a mole? Is this like a war reference? A mole destroyed Europe? Like, wait, no. 
That's oh, the it's, plague. it's a rat. It's a rat. It destroyed Europe. So I posted a a meme and it had I don't even remember what the caption was. Doesn't it look? I love epic pictures of people standing in front Some of the stuff th- that they, they just, just blew destroyed. up. Yeah. And it has like Iron Man walking away from a tank that he blew up, and the Joker, walking the Joker away walking away from, from the, building yeah, building he just blew up, and then it just has a picture of Europe with a rat over it. <laughs> and I was like, huh? Huh? A history? What? <laughs> we d- we have history? There's stuff that happened before. That about sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome to the Undignified Christianity Podcast, where we wish we was smarter than we is. Um, is that how you say it? That's exact. Right. Every time you we guys say it, I just want to roll my is. eyes, right. just because it's like. Didn't you come up with it? No, I did. Oh, he came up with it. I can't, can't say it, it right. <laughs> you correct him every time incorrectly. <laughs> That's fair. So it really is the perfect embodiment of who, <laughs> yes, who we are. We wish we were smarter than we is, or was, or am, are, is, was, was, ours is. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm just going to chat about some stuff, and uh, if you uh, if you want to reach out to us or you want to hear us talk about something or um, you have a challenge or you just want to say how much you love us or hate us, uh, undignifiedchristianity at gmail.com. Real complicated. Undignifiedchristianity at gmail.com. Last episode, I tried setting something up on the Facebook thing where people would like be able to dare me to do something on air, like while we were recording. I was like, maybe we can get somebody to share this and to comment because, I don't know, I've spent like $100 or so trying to boost posts to see if people will engage. And the only people that are, in, are engaging negative. are <laughs> negative people. Like, all right, Which is fine. I'm just going to start going ahead and arguing with these people who want to poke me. But then uh, I finally added this one in and I was like, where was I going with that? Trying to get people to dare you to do something, apparently. Yeah, trying to get somebody to dare me to do something. I'm like, maybe maybe people will comment and engage if Joe would do something stupid. So that's out there, too. Challenge me to do something stupid. Please maybe. don't. <laughs> or say something stupid. You don't need a challenge for that, Joe. No, I don't. Oh. E- anyway. Form. Well, <clears throat> for Jared's wife. We're gonna, I'm going to say, too bad, so sad, and we're going to do our starters the way we want to, or Woo. our openers the way we want to. I already did mine. So did I. That was it. That was it. Oh. We were smooth. We were going to try and be smooth and not reference them. You said that Go while on. it was happening. In Never mind. So the only anyway. one awkwardly trying to recover <laughs> is... Me. Aaron. What's your starter? Aaron? My starter beginner opener. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... uh Shout out to a guy named Tim. Uh, Monday night, uh, we were sitting in the car, and like the gospel clicked, and he prayed and received Christ. We had a Jesus party on Tuesday, which is, I realized is basically the equivalent of a baptism. It's publicly stating, "I believe Jesus now." Yeah, it's more of so a celebration. Does, does he need to be baptized now? It's more of a celebration. Okay, it's just a there's a party in heaven, so we're gonna have a party on earth. Yeah. The angels, go the angels rejoice. So, go mm. Tim. Um, but, yeah, just, wow. Like, wow. There's nothing like it. I mean, you, you change, like, someone's life is changed for eternity. It's like, every, it, everything else I do every single day of my life, like, how does that, like, he said to me, when, because I showed up at his house to pick him up for the party, and I had six pizzas in the truck, and like I had said, I'm gonna get a few people to get. He's like, "There's a lot of people coming." He's like, "This is a big deal." I'm like, "This is the biggest deal. There is nothing I will do on this earth more important than the kind of thing we did last night." And um, it's true. Does, does the gravity of it click with him yet? Yes. It yes. Does. It does. I don't think my word of not encouragement made it through because I got a delivery notice like the next day. I forwarded it. I forwarded them to him. Yeah, I oh, had okay. the email address wrong, but that's cool. Um, so I forwarded it to. I him. I tried to not be a downer because when everybody else is trying to be really like uplifting, <laughs> I'm always like. I noticed your email was Listen. like. <laughs> 
You've signed up for something yeah. hard. This is going to suck. <laughs> so, well, and we had that but conversation it's worth it, too. And that's but good. It's worth it. <laughs> but it is also going to suck. And you you're may not want getting out of the suck. To die some of the time. We, and you may look at yourself and go, I don't know what the I I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. But yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's worth it. So he um um he gets it, and we had the conversation I always do of um, just to be clear, this doesn't make life easier. <laughs> this it actually is, makes it harder. It makes it harder. Um, so. Ah, it is yeah. now raining. Joe just realized that it is raining, and now he is running for his vehicle. vehicle to, so I'm uh, assuming. It's raining a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's raining a lot. It's raining a lot. Uh, what can we say about Joe um, that he can't shut us up for? So do you think... That because I struggle with this, like you were. I don't think you did anything that made me kind of hesitant. It was just like the idea that we throw these parties, which I don't think are bad, or we get really excited when people, you know, pray this, mm-hmm. center, which is good. Mm-hmm. Like that is good. Mm-hmm. But like, how do we? Uh, Joe forgot his keys. Now he's oh, running back no! in to go get his keys <laughs> to run back out to the. <laughs> <laughs> he was already wet when he came to get his keys. That's funny. Um, but how do we, I, I don't know. Like, part of it is I'm, I am that guy that is going to see how something fails. So when something's starting and it's all like. We, okay, so let me speak to that. So um, my wife and I used to work with a post-high group or post-high like after high school. Not like after somebody's done getting baked. But um, Yeah. And I don't mean baked like in an oven. I mean like baked like you know, with the wacky weed. Um, right. <laughs> okay, so anyway, back where we were, um, we um, we had a, a youth group that graduated. And when one of them would, you know, come to Christ, we would instantly throw a party. You know, throw out the pizza rolls, right. somebody stop by Walmart and pick this up, somebody grab and make it, my wife would make a cake. And, you know, I mean, it's like a, we made it a big deal. And half of those people, um, you know, they're they're not walking with God regularly now. Right. Was the party worth it? Yes, because it was a habit that we had that the people who did, you know, for example, Tim. Right. Like, it reinforces the fact that this is a big deal, number one. Number two, it begins their relationship with God in the const- in the context of fellowship with other believers, um, and so it's not this. They're not expecting this um, kind of one and done thing. And okay, it's all good. And yep, all right, we're all set. I'm gonna continue on with my life as normal. Like this is a big deal. This is as big as a wedding, yeah. if not bigger than your wedding or bigger than your birthday, because it is. You know, we put on the cake. Happy rebirthday. Um, because this is the biggest deal right. ever. I think it's just how, because there's obviously scriptural evidence for what you're doing. Like, throw, you have the prodigal son, you have all these things. Mm-hmm. But something inside, like, in my men- mental process, like, rebels against that for some reason. Not, against that instant conversion? No. Are you against, afraid of the rainbows and butterflies vibe? Yes. Not afraid of it, but afraid to give that but vibe. But it also goes into how I have been initiated in my life in different things, mm-hmm. I think is another part of it. because, mm-hmm. And it also goes into, like we were talking about in Sunday school, about how I do not have like sudden swings in my life. Like I, If, if something is time. good, it's a gradual upslope. It's not a... We're going to make a right turn. Mm-hmm. So part of it, I think, is just my personal preference bleeds over into how I see other people, and that isn't always good. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think it's fine because I can see that in myself, and I can go, I'm happy for Tim, even though I have these reservations, and I'm like, it is good that Aaron is doing this. I'm not the person to throw the party. Which So you're not just sitting there and saying, no, enjoy your hedonism a little bit longer? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just... Anything, anything I've been initiated, and I hate parties to begin with, so that's probably part of it. Like, I just don't mm-hmm. like people. I don't like gathering with people, right. so I don't understand why people would want to gather with other people, which is part <laughs> of it. But, like, even at, like, initiation ceremonies that 
I've been a part of for things. Like some of them have been that kind of like party-ish. And I, I don't know, just something about them I don't like. But then I've also had them where like, where like they throw something at you. Like, here you go. Something you've just worked on for months. Like, this is what I've been waiting for. I've been working this for months. And it's like, here you go. Like, Walk away. But, but, uh, what? <laughs> like but, anticlimactic. Yeah. So the, I guess the biggest the biggest illustration I would say is, you know, what's the first thing you do after a wedding? You leave. You consummate. Yeah. There are so <laughs> many people <laughs> you in have that a, room. You have a, I have to get out. You have you have a reception. You have the party. Well, in oh, shut up. That's next. That's you, after. That's the after the party. Some people get that in before the reception. Why? Why not? Because no. Because you gotta have a little <laughs> more mean. process into it. Remember. Here <laughs> it's like we no, should not go any No hard that. turns, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. No. Well, you let's both go are more chase like, that let's take a right turn now. But there's no road. Why are we turning right? <laughs> We're gonna make one. Turn road. What? <laughs> I'm the guy who's like staying on the road. Like, yeah. Well, have fun. My guys. point is, traditionally, at least in our area of the world, it is a vow and commitment and then a party maybe it's just i'm jealous because i never got a party all right we're having you we're having you didn't a, have a reception you didn't have a jesus party hell no oh jesus we, we about to have a jesus party no we're not right now right now no, this instant wherever are you are clap your hands rejoice. i am fully integrated jared knows jesus and loves jesus no. And is walking with Jesus. And Those are all true, but I still want to hit you in the face. This would be a great place for me to start playing around with sound effects and make sure I add a applauding audience. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we need to. Yay, Jared! <laughs> but for anyone who is... Yeah, no. So, allow me to hasten to say that if you did not have an immediate... Uh, um, life-changing quotes, sinner's prayer, Romans road, man. whatever. Party whenever you want to. Party like it's 2019. But you could still talk in to the people. prodigal son, they partied. Um, at the uh, um, in the sure, prodigal son, they party. Like the Bible says the angels and <laughs> rejoice in heaven. The woman who lost her coin and found it, she was all excited. So there is biblical support. Or if you're like the rich partying. young ruler who had to get scolded and walked away dejected and then maybe someday stopped and thought, you know what? That guy was right. If you're <laughs> so, that guy, come talk to me. So there was a kid that, <laughs> there was a kid that asked, wait a second, Jesus said it's, it's impossible or nearly impossible for a rich person to go into heaven. Like It's easier for a camel to go through an eye of a needle than for a rich person to go to heaven, right? And her parents like, well, yeah, that's what Jesus said. And said, but Jesus also told the rich man to sell everything he had and give it to the poor. Why did he want all the poor people to have a hard time getting in heaven too? <laughs> <laughs> uh, logic. Well, if you divide a million by a lot, then it's not a lot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, all right. Stepping out on a limb here again. Mm. If you listened to like three episodes ago. Mm. I, you're going to have to uh, be more specific. God in my that. Cheerios, right? No, that no. That was the last one you were in Aaron, charge of. Aaron picking topics. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that you and my Cheerios Yes, God. yes. Yeah. That yes. was Cheerios. Cheerios. Ooh. Hearing from God. Hearing yeah. from God when he says, ooh, or, in your ooh. Cheerios. Or, oh. Yeah. Now oh. that we have relived that experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, church. Yeah. Little C. Which one's a little C? The For the English illiterate, what does right. little c so and big c mean? There's, there's when you talk about the church, a lot of Christians will say big church big c and church little c. Church big c would be believers, true believers everywhere, all around the world. So the Bible church that nobody can define because nobody actually knows what they're talking about? That believers one? all over the world. Okay. Okay. All right. <clears throat> and then there's church little c, which is like the local body of... The local body of of people who profess faith. Who try in to say that they're church big C. Who no, that's Yes, why they I'm, do. They can, but I'm calling them church little C. Okay, okay. I'm we just, are on the same page. Yep. 
Okay. So church literacy, church local theory. body so of believers. So the local body of some believers. Some people that are true believers, some people that are there mm-hmm. coincidentally. And typically meet every Sunday morning, unless they're Seventh-day Adventists, and they're meeting every Saturday morning. They and they have in other places, though, do they? Huh? Like, how many, how many countries is it Sunday for Christians? Almost all of them, right? All of them. Celebration of the resurrection on the third day? No, 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 Sundays. Right, Sundays. Who meets on Sundays? Like, the Western world does, for the most part. Christians? For the most part, the Western world, right? Is it the same in Africa and the East? I think it is Is the same in... I don't know. The missionaries I've talked to have never said it's different. Well, then it all must be the same. I I mean, it's a moot point. continue. If they followed the original missionaries, you know, Paul and Peter and all that, no. It's Sunday. Is it? Because they stopped worshiping on Shabbat. They stopped worshiping on Saturday and started working on worshiping on Sunday. Because that's because when of... Jesus rose from the dead. Okay. Yeah. You talked me into it. Right. Continue. Which means Good Friday was actually should have been so Good Thursday. All of our listeners in the East <laughs> <laughs> and Africa, as Jared mentioned. If I you don't, don't know is what I said. <laughs> I said I don't know. Let us if, know if it's not Sunday. We'll, if we'll be... you, yeah. If you're not a Seventh-day Adventist, because we know you worship on Saturdays, um, then that is a, oh never mind what how they got started yeah anyway <laughs> um that yes if you could explain to us why if you are a seventh day adventist why don't you write to us and tell us why seventh day adventists worship on saturday because what i thought it was somebody told me it wasn't so where i got my education anyway um so the church little c all right. Um, just a lot of questions and curiosities about your opinions. Now, uh, I think we archived the episode where we talked about burning down churches. Yes. So um, to recap, Joe wants to burn everything to the ground. <laughs> yes. And Jared Jer- doesn't see how that would help. And <laughs> but but and wouldn't mind I'm, seeing it ironically, happen. Ironically, Joe's being voted on as a pastor tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> in one of those so buildings. That I would all <laughs> your flammable. <laughs> yes, do that. I've thrown my way in. <laughs> <laughs> but by the time you hear this, he will already have been in. Um, <laughs> so, um, ninety day grace period. Okay, so since we can't oh, burn them all, since we can't burn them all down. We can't? Since we're not going Since to. Since we're not going to burn them all down. <laughs> Let's talk about them. So. All of them? Well. Westboro Baptist. Let's start there. Drop a bomb. <laughs> okay. And, and it ain't even the F-bomb. Like <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, I don't want to go there. Please so continue I just, where you were going to go. I jotted some random questions, but I don't know if I should do them in any order. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, should we should we define? Well, I guess you kind define. of define. Do, you well, de- you, you defined big C and little C. Yes. Okay. So so little C. I um. Do you think it's important to be part of? Excuse me. Why do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for leading me, just in case I wasn't sure where I was supposed to go. Why do you think it is important or unimportant? (laughs) Don't give Jared a way out; he'll take it. To be connected to a local, to a to a church, little c, a small local. Well, not small. A local body of professing believers. Cause. I don't know. I'm struggling with this right now in real life. So. So bring it. Bring the struggle. No. Bring the struggle. No. I'll bring the struggle. I got the struggle. There you go. I'll take the struggle. There you go. <laughs> I'll just sit here and say, yeah, yeah, nah, nah, well, yeah. I, I would go just a little further personally as far as clarifying little C versus big C. Um, most people, when they picture little C church, like local bo- local body of believers, they picture that building, you know, brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. There's a, a pastor that's paid a salary or mm-hmm. a stipend. Maybe a worship team, you know, there, there's some sort of formalized structure inside a building where people meet. And that's what most people envision when they think Little C local church. And I think that is a possible scenario for a Little C local church, but I don't think it's the only. I think what we do every Saturday night could 
constitute a little C church because we uh, we lift each other up, we share burdens with each other, we do fellowship with our families, we hold each other accountable, we point each other to Jesus whenever the opportunity arises, and we discuss quite often scriptures and how they relate to the real world around us. So I believe at, a, at its bare minimum, what we do when we get together, just the three of us, could constitute a church. Now that doesn't mean anybody just getting together and hanging out constitutes a church because I feel like we are fairly intentional in incorporating scripture into everything we do and we have that mutual accountability with each other, that fellowship. But um, so I, I think it's important for basically those reasons I just listed there for accountability because if you're off on your own, you can make any mistake you want and there's nobody to look at you and say, yeah, Joe, that's stupid. You really should have pressure checked your pipes. <laughs> there's nobody there to hold you accountable to something when you go off on a tangent following um, your deceptive heart. So accountability, fellowship, worship. But uh, come on, Jared. Is there like, do we have an account, any accountability anyway? What do you mean by that? Mm. Oh, go ahead. Sunday morning is like a parade. That's, <laughs> that's where I want to go. Tell that's me. where I want to go. Talk, go. Go. That's where I want to go. Go. But it's not. Like, I mean, you have people that honestly show up there and want to be around Jesus people. And you have other people that show up with maybe not, if I'm being positive, they don't have the explicit thought to be deceitful, but they have the actions to hide everything genuine about themselves in order to look better. Can I, can I, can I, push, can I push a button? Please. Are you any different? No. Okay. Did you see what I said <laughs> on... I have a very low opinion of myself, which I think is good. Yes, yes, on yes. my wife. <laughs> so somebody on was, Facebook posted like a... It was uh, Michelle. It was Michelle. Type it was like I a am. question. Type I am and finish the statement. Let me find this. And, and I'm so like, good. all these people are like, I'm a good person. I'm like, bullshit you are. <laughs> like, it, bullshit. Using your predictive test. Using your, predictive, your predictive test. test. So my predictive test was, I am a pathetic excuse for a human being. Yes. What? That's, that's I it. am, and a you A pathetic just... excuse for a human being. That is my baseline for all modes of thought at all times. Yeah, like, I'm a good friend of the family. I'm a good friend and hope you have a wonderful day. I'm a little nervous to see you. I'm a little bit of a good day for you to be home by four. To quote the Spider-Mans <laughs> that were sucky movies. Horse yeah. shit. Right, More horse shit. The <laughs> horse shit continues. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, a, this, see, this is, new. oh, that's what it I meant. To, I have to do it on a, oh, I that's have... totally different than what I was doing. <laughs> what did you do? This was some like technological thing that I was supposed to do. Yes. What did oh, you do? I did a mental exercise. <laughs> <laughs> you said predictive text. <laughs> I mean, that's where my mind went. That's where my mind went. <laughs> So I'm I'm gonna do it. I, I did that totally wrong. I just <laughs> I just got a new phone. I'm gonna do it on my new uh, my old phone. Maybe you're not a pathetic excuse of a human. But being. I am. I'm interested now to see what it would be. Do it, but do I, it. no, I'm do not it. doing it. Do right it. Do it right now, no. dude. It would take me 20 minutes to type out one sentence. No, you say I am a, and then you. Oh, that's how you do that. Yes. That's that's how you do it. I am a bit uncomfortable. Wow. So mine Jared, came you out. You fit in the category of old folks now. Old this folks is this is really weird. You predictive text. I am okay. a, I am a bit uncomfortable Here. with the audience and the Amazon C. Here, <laughs> stand by. I will text this to Joe's wife so she can <laughs> be like, "What the? Wait, why are you texting my wife, bro? Because she's the one that asked the question." <laughs> Uh, I am a bit uncomfortable with the audience in the Amazon C. I <laughs> the letter am. C. The letter C. See, my phone doesn't do it. Yes, Hold it on. Does. Yes, it does. Aaron can do it for you. That's how easy it is. I am. Okay. How did you do that? A. Hey. I told you, it doesn't do it. Your phone sucks, dude. Give me hey. that phone. Give me no. that phone. We're not, this isn't oh. some like technology oh. podcast where we talk about how... <laughs> This phone is like three years old, and I've dropped it about a hundred. You times, probably have so. predictive text turned off, so because you're afraid the government is it. gonna. 
something. <laughs> they are gonna. Anyway, the Amazon C okay with you and your. So, so I did that exercise totally desires. wrong. <laughs> I am a bit uncomfortable with the audience and the Amazon C okay with you and your desires. That's weird. Yeah. That's it makes... Weird. I th- it I was think... weird when uh, Pastor Terry punched it in there and he's like, and you can come over later or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. like, uh, okay. Glad we're not going to that church anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I totally did that wrong. I don't feel... I, like my opinion of the world just went up a little bit more because I'm like, these people can't all think that they're good people. What is wrong with these people? <laughs> Got you. So... How did we even get there? Uh, people who go to church, I am. You um, asked me. You asked yeah. me okay. what I think of myself or something. Well, no. No, does it apply it, to you? Yes. Uh, yes. Most definitely, it does. Okay. So, does that bother you? Yeah. So change it. Change what? You, dude. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to talk how I think? There, ah, I, ah. Let me ask you. Do you want other people to talk how they think? Y- no. Okay, then you can't complain. So there's a certain amount of self-filtering that is healthy, is what you're saying? Yes. Okay. okay. So and there su- is a balance, so right? The there's the a balance. Right. And, and that facade. balance on Sunday mornings is like Skewed. pressed down and like held down and somebody's sitting on your hand so you can't ever let it up on the act like everything's fine. And I don't think that our church is that bad in that department. But I, I don't know. Maybe I just have this false view of church in my head. Well, but I, I, guess, I guess my thing is, is like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's me and maybe these fighting words. But if, you, if something is wrong and, and not beneficial and you know it's wrong and you have the ability to affect it, and you and you don't. I'm kind of going. Shut up. What is the definition of meek? There's humility. Right, but the the definition that I had heard most recently was like he was like this is a breakdown of how and it's very hard to translate is someone who carries a sword but knows when not to use it. So I have the power to affect change in a lot of things mm-hmm. that I don't mm-hmm. because I am not a hundred percent sure. My changing it, even though I could, would be beneficial. See, but I'm I'm not talking about changing a system. I'm talking about I'm talking about changing personal behavior. Per, uh, personal behavior, right? Right? Okay. So mm-hmm. the pro let's say the problem with church is everybody's a hypocrite. Well, well yeah, you, that's oh, why you on. have to go to church. Right? But, right, but okay. But uh, the problem with church is everybody everybody hides behind a facade, right? Okay. So I say, well, do you hide behind a facade? And you say, yes. And I go, I'm saying, well, then stop. Do see, what is... you think the right thing to do is. Right. You see that? <laughs> but what? There, is, there is an implicit, somebody has to put their gun down first. And if you put your gun down, are they just going to shoot you? That, that, that's the situation you're in. You're in a big game of everybody's got their egos pointed at each other, right? Right. And this, this is not strictly church. This can be in a workplace. Everywhere, this right. can be anywhere, right? If the air has to change and it, you want it to change toward a less aggressive like tone in anything, mm-hmm. somebody has to put their gun down first, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody has to blink. Mm-hmm. That person usually gets shot. <clears throat> Been there. So you're not willing to get shot. I've been shot before. <laughs> right. <laughs> we were talking metaphorically. But, but, <laughs> but you've been shot metaphorically before too. Yes. But what is better for the kingdom of God? Right. Bodies like Swiss cheese. Shoot them up. As Spurgeon would say, I was not put on this earth to be filled up. I was put on this earth to be poured out. But to what end? I just shrugged like this yes. massive... People don't dramatic shrug. Want that? Like, to what end? Hmm. People, is, is it better for the kingdom of God? Is auth- better? Is authenticity better for the kingdom of God? Is authenticity authenticity edifying to J- Joe? <laughs> get, 
get out of middle school. <laughs> I is, missed it, but is, uh, continue. I, it's terrible. Anyway. Leave, let him sit over there. <laughs> hey, your window's open. <laughs> <laughs> is authenticity edifying to believers? Not always. I could be authentic, authentic and it would hu- hurt people. Authentic humility, yes. Authentic pride, no. Is authentic hum- is authentic is any excuse, let, let's just put it this way. Is and any, authentic doesn't have to be prideful. Is any level sure. of authenticity beneficial and edifying to the body? Depends on and the And when situation. I say body, I'm t- the Bible often for those of you who don't know, the Bible often compares Christians to a body. And then the body is believers. So yes. So is is any level is any level of authenticity beneficial? And edifying to believers. Yes. Okay. So pouring yourself out to be th- that level of authentic. What level should we are not we be doing that? About? Whatever level you think. I'm asking because I'm talking to you, right? Right. Now, my level of authenticity that's desired and your level of authenticity that are desired, I know are way, way different. different. <laughs> okay. So your level of authenticity, do you think that you currently operate at a l- level of authenticity that is beneficial to you and other believers? I think so. You think so? I think so. I back off my challenge. No, it's, it's fine. I, it's, a, it's a constant struggle, and it should always be a constant struggle, I think, okay. with, within people. Because, because here's what the past four minutes have been. It's wrong. I'm wrong. So what? That's what I've. That's what I've. I've heard. Oh. Like that's what I've interpreted from you. So you. Well, like, that's how I feel. No, you just said I think I'm at a level that that works. It's it's a it's a constant balance you have to manage. So like I'm like oh okay so we are on the same okay. page. We're good. Then. We do this all the time. Jared says something and I interpret it one way and then and then I come at him with like no. What, what about this? What about this? What about... And we get to the end of like a five to ten minute conversation, and he says, well, yeah. And I go, yeah, but why didn't you say that? But then nothing ever changes, right? What do you mean? I mean, if we're all at a comfortable level of... Authenticity. Authenticity, then nothing ever changes, right? I didn't say comfortable. I said beneficial. Uh, I don't know. Because this all com- seems like we're going to go in a circle forever because he's actually defining what the words are in a real life situation. A comfortable, so going to change. A comfortable level of authenticity is, I don't think, in most cases, a beneficial level of authenticity. Hmm. I don't know. I I require more thought on this issue. <sighs> I was told to be quiet, so I'm just. Saying all right, go right. ahead, Joe. <clears throat> now, now that you're now that you're Joe's done. just been sitting over here looking like he's confused. No, it's me questioning how authentic I should be right now. <laughs> See, because you're guarding yourself, right? Exactly, but is Absolutely that beneficial? Absolutely-ish. Absolutely-ish. See? Yes. <laughs> it's not beneficial, all right? Because here's the deal. Okay. <laughs> what do you got in that jug? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I, I don't know, because it, it doesn't seem like everything you're saying makes sense to me. Like, in, in a logic, as you walk me through that, but it feels like I've got my heels dug in and I'm waiting for something that I can openly pick out and disagree with, but I never quite make it, but I still feel like I disagree when we get there. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So You're bracing for the fight. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where is it? Where is it? Not, not a fight. It's not, we're fine. Right. We're, we're good. Yeah, we're we've, good. We've been through a lot worse. <laughs> we're good. Um, I don't, I don't, but... All these words are just these big things that we kind of work around and we throw around them and like this is Christianese, right? I'm gonna, but I'm gonna put. Okay, okay. Paul says. Paul says to all people, I am all things, so that some might know Christ. Mm-hmm. But many people want to impose certain restrictions on that level of allness mm-hmm. on others. Like I, I, I told you, the church that I've been candidating at? I don't know. I've been volunteering at the youth group, preaching to the kids. Um, I've been really, really clear and upfront, as authentic as humanly possible along the way. I say, listen to this podcast. I, I swear sometimes. I know a lot of congregants 
aren't okay with that. Like, I, I don't want to surprise somebody with right. the way I speak on a podcast versus the way I speak on a Sunday morning. I just understand the context. Some people aren't going to get it. And, like, I'm terrified because of how authentic I prefer to be and not just prefer to be, I find it beneficial to be. When you're, when I'm working with teenagers who have a lot of these preconceived notions about what church is or what church isn't, mm -hmm. and to get through to them sometimes, I use language that is coarsely beneficial. Like when I'm describing the Old Testament and I talk about when Gideon tears down the, the Baal, the, the idols to Baal and the Asherah pole, I describe it as what they are, and like half of the kids in there are like, did he just say that? The other half that are younger are like, what does that mean? And the adults are like, oh my gosh, covering their face because I described, this is where the people of the community got together and had orgies to worship demonic gods. And I say that in front of youth group kids and like, like it. You can tell kids, which ones have had the sex talk and which yes, ones haven't. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but for the kids, it mostly causes them to lean in and pay attention a little bit more. They're not offended by that word. They're like, can he say that here? Like, why did he say that? Like, what's the, what's the message that he's getting to behind this? If he's willing to describe the Bible as the Bible describes the Bible, maybe this guy's preaching more authentically than something I've heard before. And so I use, I don't think I use, when I'm working with a kid specifically, I don't use language that's outside the Bible to describe the Bible. I use language describing the Bible to describe the Bible. And that is really off-putting to a lot of people. And it's because some people want me to have my guard up a little bit more and speak a little bit more softly. Like Isaiah says our righteousness, our righteous deeds are like filthy rags. And the words he uses for that, if you look at the Hebrew, is he's saying your righteous deeds, all your goodness, are like dirty, bloody tampons that you have to throw outside the camp. That's, it's a really graphic description that Isaiah uses, but we clean it up because we like, oh, dirty rags, a uh, little, no, it's just, I don't need to describe it in more detail, but the Bible is vivid and descriptive and authentic, and I believe that we as believers should be as well. And that belief, that firm conviction on my part, sorry, you opened up a can of worms. That no, firm please don't bring it. <laughs> <laughs> that firm conviction on my part has gotten me fired from churches before because I'm using language from the Bible to describe the Bible to kids who haven't ever been in the church before, so they don't understand Christianese, and it, <clears throat> the facades that people put up. That's why I have a struggle with a lot of little c churches, because of those facades, because of that pretense. I mean, it's part of why we described our podcast, Three Brothers in Christ Shoot the Shit Without the Pretense of Perfection, because we know we're not perfect. And I feel like that is where it goes wrong when we put up, like, if you are putting up that wall for the benefit of somebody else, if you are guarding yourself or your words or your actions for the benefit of a fellow believer, then by all means do so, or for the benefit of a non-believer. But if you are guarding yourself in order to make yourself look better, that behavior belongs in hell. Amen. Now, I'm, I'm going to... I'll be quiet for a while again. No, you're, you're good. <laughs> you're good. I think, I think more people need to hear that. I think... Um, I think we, we, I think we ourselves need to have our own lines, you know, there are, there are places we don't go, even when we're being authentic. There are things you won't talk about in youth group. There are lines that you draw. Like what? Well, you just said, you drew the line. You said, I will use what the Bible talks, how the Bible describes the Bible to teach the Bible. That's your line, right? That is the line I use, yes. That's the, Bible the line. is quite graphic yes. in many areas. Yes. So, Jared, I want to go back to, um, you know, you talked about definitions. Well, you began the conversation, and forgive me, I forget what I wish we could rewind this and replay it. Um, Do you want me to pause? You, be <laughs> you began the conversation um, of... Uh, talking about authenticity and you had something in mind you said the church is the church is fake or the church is no i wait i might have said parade. I, but, the word, no, I, parade. and i'm not parade. challenging parade was the word i used. parade okay you define that 
If you want definitions, you define that. So talk to tell me what you mean when you say See, it's but a you, big parade. You have to be careful because not every church is the same. So to say right. big C or little C and assume that every church everywhere is the same is not true. Right. And to say, like, I have to struggle because I get certain pictures of people in my mind uh-huh. of who that person, like that, like personifications of what I see as one of the issues. Okay. So I, I, I try to be, I, I don't, this isn't about them. It isn't about whatever. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Like I'm, the trouble is, we, I, I don't, I'm, I'm Joe's, trying to, I'm Joe's trying to think how to about, articulate this. Joe's talking about one authenticity and that is showing, that is, that is not sugarcoating. We okay? want people But you're to talking be, about a different one. We want people to come to the cross polished. Like we, we, we want these like this finished <laughs> product all the time. Yeah. And it, it's Yeah, preach. Well, I just I can't. Like the, like that's why I stopped giving a shit what I said. Like I I'm gonna cuss. Like this is how I think. I can't care what you think and try and care about what Jesus thinks and move forward in. I can't. I can't do it. Like I, I can talk about like I don't cuss in church. I don't walk in. But so let me ask a quick question about if I can. When you choose not to cuss in church, is that for the sake of your own image or for the sake of other people's conscience? It is the sake of I don't want to have that talk every time I walk in the building. Okay, fair. I don't think it's a problem. I don't like. I think you that and when Jesus I are censor okay myself, it. it is to make myself look better. When I walk into church or if I'm around certain people that I know that it offends, I won't do it because I'm not out to be offensive. But, like, if I got to the point where I, I tied my spiritual growth to how much I was swearing. Yeah, see, that's no good. It's no good. <laughs> so The less swears per minute, the closer I am to Jesus. The closer I am to Jesus. This, and it's this, not, the, the cuss word everything that's muttering in your head goes, I'm going to hell. <laughs> I have a pathetic excuse for a human being. Beep, beep, beep. Ah, uh, beep. Did I just beep? Oh. <laughs> if any man says in his heart, oh. Right, but uh, there is no safe place for me to put down and be authentic in that way in the organized little C church. Gotcha. And that, I understand it. I understand that you have to have standards. I understand you want to look different. I understand. But our definition in today's world of what looks different has changed from what looked different in that day and age. Like, and... Part of this problem is we have this advanced technology and it gets back into that culture thing. Like things are changing at such a rate. Like I don't know if, you know, the older generation that is still in our little C churches, right, are from a different time. Like they're from a different relatable standard, which is not bad. It is just different from how people like Joe is saying, right? They relate to scripture in a different way, mm-hmm. right? And it seems to me, and this is, sounds harsh, but I don't know how else to say it, and I'm probably wrong. So understand that I am wrong. This is just the thing that I struggle with. It seems like they were doing what I do with swearing. They were putting, they were tying that spiritual growth to how they looked on these certain standards of dressing in a certain way when you walk in the building, talking in a certain way when you were in the building, Doing all these things. Did you tithe? Did you th- all these measurable things on the outside is what they hung their spiritual. That's what it looks like from where I sit. Mm-hmm. Not all the people, yeah. and it's not a bad thing. Like none of those things are bad. Mm-hmm. But like there is no safe space for me to relate. There was when I was younger, I had the idea of starting a church and calling it the first church of sinners. To like throw it right out there, like this place where you can be authentic and then like when you get the name tag when you walk in it says instead of hi my name is joe it's like hi i struggle with and you write down what your <laughs> temptation is that you struggle with and then have a little tagline like but jesus loves me anyway something like that yeah because i but feel like there's can i go back and like yeah, add one ahead, more thing before before you but i understand that i'm a hypocrite in this because i do the same thing i'm sitting on my side looking at them saying they should be more like me and that is not right either so I understand that we're both staring at each other and doing the exact same things, and that is where some of that conflict comes into. Are you really thinking they should be more like you, or are you thinking they should be more like Jesus? I'm going to push you on that one, because I don't, 
I don't get the feeling that you want the world. I don't to want be the world to be like me. <laughs> that would suck. But love you, bro. But that would suck. <laughs> it would be terrible. <laughs> well, everybody would get we along because the they would never see each other. Of you. <laughs> they would never see each other. We would all have our little bubbles and we would stay in our bubble. I I don't know. I I I just don't want to sound completely harsh because that is the the world that I grew up in. Like and it, it made me who I am. Like there are good things there, and it has taught me a lot of good things. But I have a, a lot of other things that are in conflict with how I grew up. So I, I am okay with saying I have a problem. And I am okay with saying I don't have it figured out. And I'm okay with saying, you know, this I'm 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 you know, I'm as guilty as the next guy. I have a problem with saying and that's how I am and so it sucks to be that way and that's it. It's over. Conversation's over. Right. But if I'm not wrong scripturally, should I have to change for you? No, you shouldn't have to change, but... No. You, you should not have to change. Right. Okay. However... But will I... Well, I, become, I become all things to all people. So why am I trying to so change that, myself? So that what? So that, right. So exactly. That what? Exactly. So that what? So that by all means, I might win some. What might win some? Not keep some person in the pew satisfied with my appearance. Absolutely. So am I changing to save people that are already saved, or am I changing? Abso- absolutely. Absolutely. So my challenge to you is, yes, I agree that you should not change to suit somebody who is a professing believer and self-righteous. Okay? But I want to make sure or I want to encourage a brother to not cut off all change and say, well, I am who I am and I'm not going to change. Right. Okay. Because there's likely parts of us <laughs> that need to change. <laughs> well, there's always parts of us that need to change. Exactly. There's no likely about it. I was trying to, you know, <laughs> say it tenderly. Meek. I'm being meek, Jared. All right. So <laughs> now we know the problem with church is, is facades and fakeness. That is the only one. That's that all there is. That is the only problem. Um, all right. Catch you uh, next week. <laughs> Hey, so we uh, um, we're gonna do a two episode split on this one. We got long winded, <laughs> but uh, you know, so uh, we've got more to discuss on this topic. So tune in next week. We will have the continuing conversation. In the meantime, hit us up at undignifiedchristianity@gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook. Even though we still don't post very much there, love you guys. Yeet yeet. <laughs>